to know Jesus is to want to be with Him. The more time we spend with Him, the better we know Him. And the more intimately we know Him, the more intensely we desire to be like Him. My deepest prayer, my highest goal, that I may be like Jesus. I want to talk about the call to Jesus-likeness. This is Dayspring. I'm Rex Bullock. This is Dayspring, the program that teaches that spiritual growth cannot be measured by a yardstick, but comes from a better knowledge of the Son of God. To know Him intimately is to be like Him, and to be like Him is to become full-grown in Christ. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host. We welcome you to our Silver Anniversary Broadcast. Just 25 years ago, God put it on the heart of Rex Bullock to begin this international ministry teaching God's standard for holy living. Well, we've grown, we've expanded, but still being faithful to God's Word. Today, Rex has chosen a message, The Call to Jesus' Likeness. And as always, we open our worship time together with music. Here's a song that says, Our Great and Mighty God.
And thank you very much, singers. Well, it's anniversary month here at Dayspring, and here's Rex Bullock with today's special anniversary visit. Well, thank you so much for the beautiful worship today. I'm thoroughly enjoying all of it. And I'm especially grateful today to have you along, wherever you are, at uh, whatever time you're listening to Dayspring somewhere within North America or around the world. It's just such a privilege to get to be together. You see, this is the beginning of anniversary month for us, and more importantly, our silver anniversary. 25 years ago this month, Dayspring began. It hardly seems possible that we started on two very small radio stations in the Midwest and very quickly began to add listeners throughout the United States and in other parts of the world. And today, Dayspring is heard throughout North America, Central, South America, Europe, the British Isles, and the Far East. And we give God all the praise. We're celebrating this month. We're talking about uh, some themes that I think are just vitally important which really reiterate the theme of this worship time uh, across these 25 years. We have consistently taught God's standard for holy living. The way we say that is that in the 21st century, we are teaching victorious Christian living. Our audience has grown, but our message has never changed, and we give praise for that. Say, my friend, I want to just mention two things to you in light of Anniversary Month, and I hope that uh, you will take advantage of both of these. One is we will be having a 25th anniversary celebration weekend coming up on uh, September 27, 8, and 9. September the 27th, 28th, and 29th. We're having a tremendous time together. Friday night, the 27th, we're having our anniversary banquet in Indianapolis. It'll be just a a gala event. At least uh, we're hoping that it will be so, and I believe that uh, it's going to be one of those unusual times. We're, uh, We're having the music of Dayspring there. Our guests and soloists from across the years will be sharing that night. And then Dr. Norman Wilson, who is the speaker for the Wesleyan Hour, is going to uh, give an anniversary address for us. And uh, it'll just be a beautiful time. On Saturday night, September 28th, we will be having in concert Calvin Hunt of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. And that will be uh, an outstanding time. Calvin Hunt is a personal friend of this ministry and has just been a, a wonderful man of God, and we've had him on an, any number of times. Sunday morning, the 29th, Calvin Hunt will be with us again, and I will be speaking. And so we're looking forward to a tremendous time together. September 27 through 29, it'll be in Indianapolis and be hosted by Grace Point Church of the Nazarene. Beautiful, new, multimillion-dollar facilities, and it's just going to be a time 
of uh, memorable uh, moments and uh, thinking about 25 wonderful years together and charting our future. So, if you would like more information as to how you can be there and how you can attend the events of this weekend, please call us, okay? That is uh, 1-800-783-DAYS. Second thing I want to mention is that uh, we are offering to you a special thank you book. It's a gorgeous book to place on your coffee table or in your library. You will love this book. It's so beautiful, the pictures, and it just says thank you. Included with the book is a CD of the song, Thank You, written by Ray Bolts. Here's Joe Alcorn to tell you how that you may receive your copy and also, once again, to give you our uh, ways of communication so you can learn more about our anniversary celebration. Say, during this anniversary month, we have a special gift for you. It's a book of thanks and would make a great gift to put on a coffee table or for viewing. And along with the book of thanks is a CD tucked in with a song written and sung by Ray Bolt, simply called Thanks. Next week, by the way, we're going to be calling on Ray Bolts to sing it for you. To order your copy of the Book of Thanks and the CD, write Dayspring, Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. If you're online, you can order at our web store at www.dayspringradio.com. Say another way to order is by our toll-free telephone number, and that number is 1-800-783-DAYS. If you'd like to give Rex an email, here's the location on the web, rex at dayspringradio.com. And now before today's message, the call to Jesus' likeness. The singers sing, Holy Like You. I've seen your glory and your
There's a clarion call that sounds deeply in the heart of every individual who comes into the world. It begins with the first breath of air we draw. It echoes in the inner chambers of our being throughout life. And when that call is heeded and nurtured, it intensifies. When it's disregarded, it's heard less clearly thereafter. Hearing and obeying this call is God's established process for accomplishing His highest objective in each of our lives. What is this calling? What is this objective? Well, here's the Apostle Paul's answer. He says, You were taught, with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Let me emphasize that last phrase again, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That's Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. Now this call within each of us is the voice of the Creator God Himself. He is relentlessly, and yet gently, calling us to Godlikeness. As incredible as it seems, God is actually calling us to Himself for the express purpose of shaping us into His own moral likeness, so that we could understand His true righteousness and holiness. God enfleshed it for us, in the man of history, Jesus of Nazareth. God-likeness is Jesus-likeness. And so God is calling each of us to be like Jesus, his grand design for every person in the world. Now, the realization of this incredible objective is always just beyond us. While it's true that we can never achieve the perfection of Jesus... We believers are committed to the relentless pursuit, a lifelong quest of the perfection in Jesus. We dare to believe that the Holy Spirit works in yielded, obedient lives to mold us, to fashion us into God-likeness. I love that verse that says, And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 3. A significant aspect of this Christ formation occurs in what I would call community. It's an illusion to believe, my friend, that Christ-likeness can be accomplished in isolation, out ourselves. God really intends us to become what He created us to be in relationship with others. There's no Christ-likeness apart from social Christ-likeness. We're, we're to be together. There's community in the body of Christ. You see, the church, and I say that in, in the great sense of the church, the church is God's display case of lives that are being transformed into the likeness of Jesus. 
the impact of such a church in its community is immeasurable. I just ask you right now, are you a part of community? Are you a part of God's church? When you are, I'm telling you, my friend, you are a part of of the greatest organism in all of the world. Equally essential in pursuing Christ-likeness is a personal quiet time, hopefully daily, to be with the one whose image we seek to emulate. I've been wondering lately what would happen if all of us believers became very focused on Jesus and Jesus-likeness during our devotional times. What would it be like? What would we be like? What could happen in this world if we would just focus on Jesus and Jesus-likeness? It just might ignite the spiritual renewal needed in the church. It would definitely elevate our lives to a new spiritual level. Let me give you three ways that that could happen. First of all, Jesus' image charms us. You see, to know Jesus is to want to be with him. And the more we spend time with him, the better we know him. And the more intimately we know him, the more intensely we desire to be like him. And that desire ultimately begets likeness. It's a gracious and glorious cycle. And so to be consciously in his presence intensifies our yearning for Jesus' likeness. In other words, when you spend time with him, you want to be with him more. And when you're with him more, you become more like him. You see, 1 Peter chapter 2 says, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Jesus' image charms us. Secondly, God's Word informs us. The written Word of God is intended to instruct us in all things necessary for our salvation. It also states clearly the principles for Christian living. The Scriptures chronicle in some detail the words and life of Jesus that provide for us the supreme example of how Christ imitators are to live. So, how, how do you know how you're going to live in Christ? Well, His Word. His Word. His Word instructs us in all things. So, if we desire to be like Jesus, we must study the life of Jesus. You and I need to examine carefully his moral qualities in the Gospels. We need need to ponder particularly the Sermon on the Mount. We need to let the written word inform us regarding Jesus' attributes, which he, he really desires to replicate in his followers. That's us. So, Jesus' image charms us, and God's word informs us. Let me give you one other thing. God's grace equips us. To gaze upon Jesus is awe-inspiring. To seek to emulate his life through human effort is self-defeating. I want to say that again. To gaze upon Jesus is awe-inspiring. To seek to emulate his life through human effort is self-defeating. In and of ourselves, we can never attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. It's just not going to happen. You can't attain to it. The good news is that what is beyond our struggling reach is not beyond God's grace to impart. 
You can struggle forever, but God can impart it now. A daily quiet time with the Lord becomes a means of grace by which God's grace flows into our lives, enabling us to to increasingly be conformed to the image of God in Jesus Christ. Well, it's my prayer that all of us will become passionate about Jesus' likeness. Beginning with our devotional times each day, you and I need to focus on Him and on being transformed into His likeness. This has been a consistent theme for 25 years on this program. And during this month, I want to call us back to it again. I want to just say it again and again to be like Jesus. All I ask, to be like him. That's my prayer. My deepest prayer, my highest goal, that I may be like Jesus. The songwriter said, I have one deep, supreme desire that I may be like Jesus. To this I earnestly aspire, that I may be like Jesus. Ah, how important that is. And you know what? We've been consistently saying it, preaching it, talking about it every week right here. In fact, teaching victorious Christian living. That's it. That's it, to be like Jesus. My friend, I pray that you and I will have this as our as our deep desire, as the goal of our life, as that which so infuses us. Would you just join me in prayer right now? Right now. Even as our musicians get ready to, to share with us, I want you to pray just now. Ah, oh, Father, make us like you. Help us to be like Jesus. Help us to have that desire for God-likeness, that passion to be like Jesus. Uh, may we sit at your feet. May we hear your teachings. May we read your word. May your image charm us. May your word instruct us and inform us. And may your grace equip us. May we, may we know you. Not in our own strength. Not struggling to reach in our own flesh. But that your grace may, be, may impart to us that which you want for our lives. May it be so just now. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Rex. Well, listening friend, thank you for sharing the past 30 minutes of music and message with the prayer that we all will share in his likeness. And in closing, another reminder to order your copy of the Book of Thanks along with the Ray Bolt CD as you support us during this anniversary month. Our address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. And our web store address is www.dayspringradio.com. Also, you can order by phone. It's toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. Next week, Rex returns with a message called, What Do They See? Now, on behalf of the entire Dayspring staff, goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station. For Dayspring.